Hello, weary traveler. I'm not sure what strange magic must have brought you here, but you have stepped into a realm of my creation. A sprawling city filled with danger and glory, and most importantly, lots of gold. I call it Isla Numis. Who am I, you might ask? The name is Jajib, and I'm the patron deity of gambling. Long story short, this group of idiots, or as you may call them, heroes, made a bet with me that they had what it took to make a vast trove of gold, but left some of the key details blank, so I filled them in myself. I sent them to this pocket dimension, into the city I had created with brand new bodies they'd have to attune to. Can these fools pass my test, or will they be trapped here forever? So, experience my world of trials and tribulations, and join alongside this posse of pitiful people, or as I like to call them, the criminals of Isla Numis. Welcome back everybody to another episode of our D&D podcast, The Criminals of Isla Numis. Ah, oh, nailed it on the first go, look at that, look at me go. Um, uh, we still are kind of unsure of what our little like intro bit will be or if we're gonna do an intro bit but whatever the case welcome back to another episode um i'm here with cameron cameron who's your character again remind us uh rorick yes and he is a what now he's been transformed into a goblin a goblin yes awesome fantastic uh, Qbert. No, I'm just kidding. Not Qbert. It's, yeah, it changes his name every week. Fat Qbert. <laughs> fat. What is that? Fatty Lumpkin. Fatty Lumpkin. <laughs> Fatty Lumpkin over Shout there. Shout out to Lord of the Rings. Yes, that's right. Great Lord uh, of the Rings reference. I am Keto, who transformed from a druid to a fighter. Of what race? Of you're an elf before. Cobalt variety. There you go. Mm. Was it? Was an elf. Yeah, now a lizard guy. Elf yes, lizard guy. little baby lizard man. Huge hey, improvement. Awesome. All right. Wow. Across from the table for me is Jackson. Jackson, tell me a little bit about who you uh, were and who you are. I played Dez. Uh, he was a Triton fighter and now is an Eric Cockra Ranger. Um, what? Whoa, whoa, Cobalt? He's a Kanku, isn't he? Kanku, yeah, oh, not, not Eric Kanku, not <laughs> Eric That's okay. He's uh, transformed. <laughs> <laughs> Does not speak, only mimics speech. That's right. Um, through things he has heard before. Right. Which you have recorded. Which, yeah, most. which I have a soundboard. On a really for. interesting most soundboard. <laughs> just random shock jockey. That's right. That's just all I need listen to. to. <laughs> I want to, this whole, this app that I use for it, you can just search uh, sounds and I just need to find like the really goofy, what's that sound effect where someone's running and they trip. Oh, oh, I gotta find it. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. Something along those lines. Uh, all right, awesome. Uh, to my right at the end of the table, we got Quinn. Quinn, you are the only one that is not a transformed, previously existing character. You are your own person that already existed in this world. I Tell am. me about yourself. I am Feather McGregor, also known as Little Sauce. Little Sauce. Um, I am also a King Koo, and I speak in uh, the voice of my, my fallen, fallen brother, basically. My, my best friend, McGriddle. That's right, McGriddle. To honor him, that's how I... Awesome. Perfect. All right. And to my immediate right, we've got Dave. Dave here, rounding out the Kenku trio, uh, playing as Maki, formerly a human monk rogue, 
who has been transformed into the body of a Kenku sorcerer. Lots of Kenkus here. So we have a kobold, a goblin, and three of the Kenku trio. Awesome. Fantastic. You guys were all thrown into a city. This is all in the intro. I don't know why I'm bringing it back up again. I kind of feel like at the beginning of every episode of Solar Opposites where he just kind of starts shouting like basically the intro of the actual premise of the show. I digress. You guys are all thrown into this world, transforming into new bodies by some mysterious deity that you would sort of kind of met. Except for you, Quinn. You're, again, outside the situation. This is just normal God to you. Yes. that's what, Yes. That's what, <laughs> he just randomly shows up. Well, it doesn't show up. He just hears a voice. He's like, today in the commerce. <laughs> in the commerce district. <laughs> Last episode, you all attempted to go into a casino and really gamble away. Attempted. Barely. We made it into you a casino. Do it. You successfully made it into the casino. And we successfully made some money. You and successfully su- made some money. Successfully got kicked out of the casino. Thank you, Dave. That's correct. You all got three things you need to do at a casino. That's right. If you're not doing all three, you're doing it wrong. All right. So, <laughs> kicking things off. I know what I'm doing this weekend. There you go. <laughs> kicking things off, you guys are standing immediately outside of the casino. You've just been uh, very. Uh, sternly asked to leave and sort of guided to the exit door from which you were pushed out of. And there you stand in the sunlight of the almost, sorry about the hiccups, of the almost noon hour um, and the bustling streets surround you. All right, Little Sauce, where's the next casino? Well, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I really don't get around that much. But, I mean, I think it might be over that way. You can ask the locals. Locals will know. But you are a local. Yeah, but I don't go around everywhere. I'm not, I don't have some sort of gambling problem. Weren't we going to go to the tavern? Yeah, I still haven't had a drink yet. I specifically remember saying we were going to the tavern. Last I remember. Then we can go spend all of your hard-earned... Was it six gold? Eight. Oh, sorry. I got six gold, that's right. Well, off to the tavern? Lead the way. You allow Feather McGregor to lead you over to the nearest tavern, which is not far away. Bars and taverns never, never far from a casino. And uh, you come across one. You come across a tavern called A Drizzle of Fizzle. You see a a man step out and he has a potion in his hand and he drinks it. It's like a yellow fizzy potion uh, in a bottle. He takes a sip and all of a sudden he grows three feet taller. And he goes, oh, and he starts to walk away feeling very full of himself in his new heightened form. Uh, Maki rubs his eyes and says, did you guys see that too? Sorry, I was trying to read the sign. Oh, I know that's tough for you. Yeah, I, you would think, new body, I could be able to read. Nope, still can't. Uh, as you guys are standing there chatting with each other, a wagon starts to slowly make its way past you, and then all of a sudden, clunk, you see it hit a rock, and the wheel snaps in a section of it. And uh, there's a little gnome that's driving this. It's pulled by two mules. And the little gnome with his, uh, he's got a straw coming out of his mouth. He's got a little whip in his hand. And uh, he's got a big old straw hat on the top of his head. He's hauling some some hay, it seems. And he goes, ah, dang it. 
and he runs over, he looks at the wheel, and he goes, ah, and he runs into the very tavern you stand outside of, and a couple seconds later, he comes out with a fizzy red potion, and he takes a sip, he walks over, puts it into his cart, walks over to the wheel, lifts the entire cart up off the ground, and starts to repair the wheel with one hand while he holds the cart up with the other. Whoa, look at this guy. What kind of sauce they got in that sauce? Huh, little sauce? I don't come here very often, but uh, I'm interested to find out. You guys want to go in? Uh, yeah. Drizzle. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll come in. <laughs> All right, you guys step inside. You find not too many people are inside right now. It's only about noon, you know, and not a lot of people drinking during the day necessarily. Um, there's a woman that's running the bar. Uh, she's seems like she's got a, a mortar and pestle, and she's like mixing some things together, crushing them up uh, inside this mortar and pestle, mixing them with some other things and whatnot. And eventually, she turns around. She's got a big old jug of something. She dumps it into um, what looks to be a series of glass um, jars with sort of like a spigot on each one of them. Um, they're all various colors. Some of them are green. Some of them are blue. Some of them are red. Uh, some of them are yellow. They're all kind of fizzly, um, as if by some sort of mysterious heat source is keeping it like almost bubbling and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Boiling. Uh, she pours this into one of them that's looking a little bit low, and sure enough, it fills up. Uh, I, I believe it'd be the red one. And uh, she turns towards you and she's like, Oh, welcome there. Come on into the, the drizzle of fizzle. What can I get you? My, my friend here's been looking for a drink for a while. Ooh, sure, we got plenty of drinks. What? Sorry, what was that? Give him a beer. A beer? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Give me a beer. Oh, two beers, all right. Yeah, give me two beers. That's even oh, better. Oh, okay. So <laughs> a total of three beers, unless you want a third one. I want one. All right, so a total of four beers. Yeah, I'll take everybody. one of those colored drinks that they were running out with outside. Oh, sure. Which one would you like? What options are there? Yes, well, just we've got plenty of potions. You could get a, a potion of strength, a potion of invisibility, a potion of, um, let's see, what did, you, what did I just sell another lad? Oh, yes, a potion of enlargement. Ooh, yes. The men always seem to go for enlargement. Uh, is this a, a topical potion or uh, you just drink it what do you mean by topically <laughs> you know the localized effect perhaps yes yes these are short term effects like, to the side of action my beak longer okay I would say the enlargement potion it will make just about everything on you larger oh my nose and everything else my ear that would be included left foot absolutely what's that green one? Oh yes the green one once I pull up D&D Beyond I can tell you all about what that green one's all about oh not local <laughs> got it what's that beer colored one? Oh yeah that one right there that's a real special one that is beer Oh, perfect. Oh, 
slide those over and I pull out the payment for the beers. All right. So she slides out, if I remember correctly, a total of four, four beers, two for Dave, one for, uh, or sorry, two for Maki, one for Rorik, and one for... I Maddie don't. Tumpkin's character. I don't oh, think I had I ordered one yet. I was just inquiring oh, about Jackson. the potions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jackson's so character oh, one accidentally. That's right. That's right. You did ask for one. Okay, so she slides one over. To, yeah, <laughs> accidentally, I guess. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she was ordering one I for Maki, but she counted it for him. Ah, uh, yeah. So. Sorry. sorry. Uh, it's two gold. Two gold pieces. I'm new to this uh, bird body, so I just dip my beak in the blood and just swash it around. <laughs> it's a mess. Beer is everywhere. Oh, goodness. Hey, oh, is it cool. two gold per or one No, just two per. gold total. Oh. Total? Yeah. For all four? For all the beers. Yeah, all oh. four beers. So it's like half a gold of beer. Oh. I'm very, very cheap established. Well, uh, I know one but Wait, that's... I know one person who's got all that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maki already put the money on the table. He's already half finished one. The bar. Finished one drink. <laughs> yeah, he's on the he's putting the money on the bar as he's downing the first beer. Ah, Maki's back. How much do one of them funky potions run anyway? Well, it depends which one you want. Uh, oh. For what you are asking about, sir, the green one is... Does it turn him into a goblin? Uh, no, it's, it's a potion of diminution. Diminution? Diminution. Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes you smaller. Potion of Jimmy Neutron. Who's oh, that? Jimmy Neutron. I know him. He's my cousin. You were asking about the dark green one, right? There's also a light that green caught one. my eye, yeah. Oh, yes. That's the potion of diminution. But if you want the light green one, that's a potion of gaseous form. Excuse me? <laughs> what? It'll make you gassy. <laughs> is, that, is that really all it does? Well, I, I in a sense, absolutely. I'll take one of each. What? Oh, okay. One of each. Money bag. For here to go. To go. Shouldn't you be saving your money for what that god guy called a level up, quote unquote? Don't really know what that was. Oh. No. What, are you, what are you guys talking about? That god guy. We told you about him already. Guy in the sky told us that we body swapped. Like, have you ever seen that movie uh, did, did Freaky Friday? What, what is Lohan? Lindsay Lohan. Wow. Maki, just to clarify, there is a long line of glass jars with spigots on them. <laughs> and you said one of each. No, the two she mentioned. Oh, gaseous oh. form and the two green ones. And she, oh, sorry. And then clarify for me when she said for here to go. Which, what? How did you respond? To go. Okay. What's the difference? There's one coming like oh, a mug, the and the other one comes in the glass. That's jar. right. Okay, fair enough. Why did I ask? You know, stupid questions. It's gonna cost you the left pinky. <laughs> That'll be two hundred and eighty-five gold. Uh, coming in. <clears throat> said, Hold order, please. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's holding the spigot. She's got the mug under it, just about to pour. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so expensive? Well, they're, they're potions, after all. 
I mean, to go, it's a lot more Can expensive. Can I have a free sample? How much oh, is which it one? for here? Uh, the diminution. I could give you a sample for a gold. Sure. <laughs> Answer a gold. Right, she, she, <laughs> she has these tiny little, like, thimbles. They're not even a shot glass. It's a thimble. And she walks up to the spigot. Which is still pretty big. It's a shot glass for a goblin. And she turns the, the spigot ever so slightly so that just a single drip comes out into the thimble. And she quickly twists it the other way to shut it off. She's, she comes over and she hands you the thimble. Oh, bottoms up. And I just quickly drink it. You shrink an inch. An inch? That's right. Oh, boy! <laughs> Guys, am I smaller? <laughs> yeah, you're looking a, a little light there. White? No, no a little light. Oh, white. You think I can fit into a mouse hole now? Uh, depends how big the mouse is. That's a big mouse. <laughs> oh, I didn't shrink that much. How much did I shrink? Show me. It's a, it's a I paid a gold for that much. It's a podcast, guys. You gotta, you gotta speak. <laughs> it's about that much. Yeah. Oh, it's about an inch. An inch. That's it. I got ripped off. Well, you only wanted a sample. Oh. I thought it would be like the amount of time it lasts is shorter, not the. And I'm only giving you one sample because you guys are new here. How, how much is it for here? It's about well. It depends of that particular one. Well, I just take his order, and how much was it for here? Yeah, I told him that was the, the two. That was to go price. No, that was the for here price. No, you said it was the to go price. No, I said the to go price is a lot more expensive. It's Gilbert the eye. I don't know okay. about the service of this establishment, guys. Uh... I'm trying to run a legitimate business here. You. You obviously don't understand the values of potions. How many other potion taverns are there? Zero. Not even this one? We're the only... Oh. Well, you said other. You said other. I don't know words. Oh, well, you're learning today. There are no <laughs> other... That's what Diminution does. <laughs> there are no other taverns that keep magical potions on tap. We're the only ones. If you uh, are having a long day at work... And you need something to really refresh you and put you back into spirits. We might have something for that. If you get beat up by some gang members, you could stop it. We can heal you up with one of our potions. If you need to get bigger or smaller or stronger or faster, you can stop on by. We'll have you ready to go within a couple minutes. What else is going on in this tavern right now? Um, sure. There's another woman that's also kind of working on prepping ingredients she's chopping things or she's grinding things up um or she's juicing some things um like some fruits and such um otherwise you do see you know various other drink options and such like that but it's not particularly busy as far as people goes there's not a whole lot of customers in here you see um maybe three individuals that are inside this tavern um one is a one of them is a really muscular dwarf with a hammer strapped to his back. One of them is a gnome who is heavily armored. Hmm. Um, and then there's a, a bugbear. And he's not super heavily armored. He's wearing some kind of like 
um, fur-based armor, or more like clothing almost. Like like it's just so barely armor that you just assume it's pretty much just clothes. It's like a cloak or whatever. Um, he's kind of he's kind of overhearing you guys. And he's just chuckling to himself a little bit. That's quite an operation you got going back there. What are all those ingredients you're chopping up? Oh, all sorts of components for all sorts of different magical needs. All of these are necessary in order to make the various incredible potions that we stock here at the shop. Well, uh, you ever have any trouble supplying those ingredients? Trouble? Um, sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, most of it comes in from... Out of the out of the city, of course, we don't really have a whole lot to get stocked or grown here. Although a little bit does it get grown, as based on, you know, the area and and what's possible to grow around these parts. But um, it it can be a little bit tricky. There are times when we're not able to stock some of the potions that we have because we're not able to get the ingredients in that we need. So it it is occasionally a, a problem for sure. Why do you ask? <clears throat> well. The price of your potions, maybe you'd be willing to pay to supply some ingredients for you. To oh. source some ingredients for you. Sure. Well, if you can bring me some uh, samples, I'd be more than happy to uh, take a look and see what I what kind of deals we could make. Ah, uh, well. What kind of stuff are you looking for? She kind of pauses for a moment, and she kind of thinks, and then she quickly grabs a piece of paper... And she starts to, to kind of furiously list a number of things. She's scratching down all sorts of plants and uh, other minerals and other materials and things. Um, she hands you the list and she's like, these are the things that I more often than not can't get a hold of. Uh, if you ever come across any of these things, feel free to, uh, like I said, bring them my way. I'll take a look and, and there's a good chance I'd be happy to buy them off of you. Uh, excellent. You know, I'm a bit of a brewer myself. Oh. Uh, not a magical brewer, but a more uh, libation-type brew. Oh. Well, we are always... We do have a monthly uh, brew that we will host based off of a local brewer. We'll sort of do a split profits thing within our store. So if you ever do develop anything and you want to bring it over, got some hops... Or what have you, uh, we'd be happy to stock it. There are some requirements, of course. You have to be able to have enough for us to keep it on hand, and we have to know that you're uh, trustworthy to make us more as, as necessary. But again, we share the profits, so... Yeah, don't say. Mm -hmm. I'll keep that in mind. Absolutely. Well, is there uh, anything else I can help you a lot with? Des just kind of stares. Ow! into her eyes. No motions, no words, just... Is there anything I can help you with, little one? A few awkward blinks are shared. You feel free to talk when you're ready. <laughs> Deep down, he wishes. He wishes he could speak all the words he wants to speak. <laughs> oh. But all that comes out is... Sound. <laughs> he says the word sound. He just goes, sound! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Hey everyone, Skylar here. Are you a fan of Session Zero Heroes and the shows we produce or the characters involved? Then you should check out our epic merch we have available online. From shirts to stickers and everything in between, we worked hard on creating a variety of designs and made sure to get your favorite characters on those products as well. Whether you're looking for broccoli on a hoodie to wear to the gym with you, or maybe Fizzle Fingers tote bag to stuff your ill-gotten gains in, we've got you covered. Just head over to our website at sessionzeroheroes.com and click on our merch tab to see all the amazing products and designs that you can get. Now back to the show. Um, hey, I, where's a fella gotta go to get see the job board? Job board? Well, I suppose it depends on what kind of jobs you're looking for. I mean, there's always the mercenaries guild. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you can just find sure various yes. things around. Sure. Just, just kind of post it. I suppose uh, just look at just just look at any posts or you know anything a sign is sticking out of that's made of wood you know sticking out of the ground sometimes just walls sometimes people put notes on those uh, i mean around here in the atlantic heights district sure you'll, you'd definitely be able to find stuff like that you won't find it in asgardia mercenaries guild mercenaries guild. what's wrong with asgardia Oh, they're just very prim and proper over in Asgardia. You've got to get permits. I mean, honestly, I don't think anybody would even deem to put something up on, on a wall or a post or a board of some kind. Uh, the, the people over there are very well connected. If they have a job that they need done, they'll find someone to do it. Well, we've dealt with their kind before. Mm. As long as they don't wear any weird costumes like the last city we were in. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Those Asgardian people over there. Uh, just for any kind of uh, potential copyright purposes, it is spelled A-S-S. Mm, I was Guardian. just going to yeah. ask. So, uh, <laughs> in character, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, is that as or ass? It is ass. <laughs> like the donkey. So one's real. a bunch of rich people are going by the name Ass Guardian. And they're fine with that? She pauses for a moment and she goes, You know, I never really thought about it. No, I'm kidding. Of course we all call them that. Behind the, well, I mean, that is what they're called, but we make jokes about it behind their backs. By jokes, you just enunciate the first part a little more. Oh, you know, those those rear ends or those butt guardians, you know, you know, kind of stuff like that. It's just more contextual. Oh, that's sad. It's, it's funnier in context. <laughs> well, you're not from around here, are you? Uh, sure we are. I feel like you, you would have heard... Those jokes we make if you were from around here. They're not good, that's why I haven't heard them. I, I'm right. sitting in the back dying. You see the uh, the other, that bugbear guy, he's also kind of just losing it. The other two guys seem pretty like just uninterested in you guys, but that bugbear guy is getting a big kick out of the whole thing. Uh, anyways, so should we go become mercenaries? Does nods get a lot of I could do for a bit of action. There's two. That's two, three votes, eh? And if we find a casino on the way, the more the merrier. What? You haven't even played a single slot. Because somebody got me kicked out. Somebody? It was your plan. I still barely know what you guys are even here for. Uh, We're here to be mercenaries. 
Of course. I don't know if I'm interested in that. I can help you make money. You said you wanted to make money. Yeah. What's the money for exactly? Follow me. Oh, okay. Follow Des, guys. <laughs> What's the money exactly for? We can talk on the way. And we go walking. You start heading out. Um, as you guys Wait, did Maki finish his two beers? <laughs> did Maki finish his two beers? Almost immediately. Okay. <laughs> uh, Maki, you want to roll me a constitution save and see how you're feeling? No, I'll say the first beer was fine, but that second beer, where's that? Oh, we're you? golden. 23. Holy cow. Yeah, you down those. You're feeling good. Just like home. Yeah. I drank mine, but only like half. You start to wonder to yourself, maybe this body is also just as uh, <laughs> safe against the, the effects of alcohol as you built up your previous body to be. Mind over matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mentality of it, yeah. Maybe some uh, some techniques that you've used. It's all about and... the breathing. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you guys walk out, you see the bugbear kind of flip a coin uh, to the to the bartender chick, and he comes walking up behind you guys, and he says, "Hey, uh, <laughs> you guys are pretty funny back there in the <laughs> in the bar. I was just kind of overhearing some of you talking. And I overheard something about you needing some work. I uh, I might have some." If you're interested, if not, uh, yeah, no big deal. Uh, nah. Well, I'm not really sure, guys. I got my sauce business. I'm just trying to help you guys out. Hey, you said you would help us out. Let's hear what he's got to offer here. It could be the job of a lifetime. Oh, it is. Or at it's least the probably start. not. I offered you guys the job of a lifetime making sauce. We don't got years, we got months. I want my old body back. Anyway, sir, what is it? You what? Well, uh, hold on just a second. Wait, hold that thought, okay? <laughs> you shut up over there. I'm, I'm just sitting there like, these guys are nuts. Like, I just want to help them make some money, and I'm kind of just with them to keep an eye on them at this point, see what's going on. Because they're just, clearly nuts. It just, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. I, I don't know what's going on. That's true. That's true. Uh, they call me the, uh, the Slicer. <laughs> yeah. That's not my real name, but uh, that's what I'm going to leave you with. Uh, anyways, uh, I run with a pretty tight knit group here in uh, in the city. Would I know what his name is? Would I know this guy just from around? Roll the a roll a history check. So I want to be like, dude, I know your name. Your name's like Brad or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen plus three, nineteen. Okay, yeah. What's his name? Uh, it's not that you know his name, but you you recognize the name, the slicer. Reputation. Uh, he's a somewhat low tier criminal here in the city. Uh, who is known for kind of just general thuggery, uh, larceny, extortion, slicing. and a little bit of theft. Slicing? Slicing ham. Uh, slicing is <laughs> he's like... He's a ham slicer. Violence. Yeah. <laughs> well, violent. Yeah, a little violent. Like just violently like, slices ham. Well, slicing. when you're extortion, extorting people for things... So he's an extortionist. Yes. He says that. Did you, you say that? You say, ah, Slicer, the extortion. You have literally seen wanted posters for him that said theft, larceny, extortion, oh. and violence. 
How much? I'd just be like, I, I, I think I'm Mr. Slicer. I think we're, I think we're good. Like these guys are gonna work in the sauce. No, no, no. no, no Let's no, hear no. this, Mr. No, Slicer. No. These guys are gonna work in my sauce shop, sir. sir. <laughs> I've, already, I've already claimed these employees. Like, I understand that you know the. Uh, I know the unemployment rate isn't very high here. You know most people have jobs, but I got these ones in the back. These ones are covered. I don't know. I feel like slicing ham is far superior to the sauce business. So let's hear them out. <laughs> well, uh, ham is all year round. Not ham is all year round. Yeah. I mean, I like ham like the next guy. I don't really know what that has to do with anything. So you don't slice ham? ham? Not exactly. Oh. Uh, look, like I said, uh, I'm part of a little bit of a, uh, let's say a secret organization. <laughs> and uh, we uh, we all kind of uh, work with each other to, uh, well, for our own profit. And uh, I, I got a bit of a job, but... Here's the thing. I, I kind of got to know that you guys are, uh, well, cool. I got to know that you guys can uh, t- can run with the big dogs like me. <laughs> you, you came to us. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you've got the makings in. Yeah, I just need to I need to see it to believe it. What's that entail? Do we have to just, like, wear cool sunglasses or something? Uh, not quite that Pop easy. collars? Not not quite that easy. Uh, I need to know that, like I said, that you guys are cool. Like, that's a real thing here. Like, I know that you guys look like you're capable of doing exactly what I need from you for my job. But I need to know that you'll be cool with that job. So, I mean, if you guys can prove to me that you can be cool, I think we could be in business. We could get something going here. What do you say? Uh, guys, can, can we go talk about this elsewhere? Yeah, sure. Recess, five minutes. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be right over here. Right, and he sort of like, he sort of like backs up and he almost disappears into some of the shadows. <laughs> Do we you can kind of like... see his silhouette there. Do we hear like a knife sharpening? No. <laughs> sharpening his slicing. No slicing. No slicing. No no slicing. He's just over no, there. Slicing hands. Have your little aside. We just hear a woman scream from the alleyway. <laughs> she runs out. She's just got a slice of ham. He won't stop slicing. He's got the onion ham. It's stuck to my face. All right, it's so, uh, everywhere. Okay, okay. I, what are we? I literally know this guy, and he's got wanted posters up all over the place for what? What is it? How much? Uh, this is a lot of things: theft, uh, larceny, extortion, extortion. Yeah, uh, how much? Violence. In violence. Well, his name's the Slicer. I think that last one's a gimmick. I'm gonna be honest. You, you Those hams did not see it coming. He's not slicing hams, you idiot. <laughs> what do you mean? Where he slices people. That's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is not a good oh, idea. So you said wanted posters. How much did he go for? Jeez. Uh, that me, sounds like me, a quicker profit to me. How much is is there a line poster around? Yeah, there's one yeah. right there. On the <laughs> yeah, there's one behind him the whole time. Yeah, stopped. you turn around and there's a, there's a pole sitting there. There's papers all over it, but one of them that sticks out, you can just see like it's it's half covered with another paper, but you can see the other half of his face, and it says 150 gold pieces. Oh, that's nothing. I might as well just work for him. Wait, what? <laughs> he can hear my thoughts. <laughs> why, why don't you guys turn him in, and then you can take the 150 gold? Now you're just stealing my ideas. Nope. <laughs> Dad said so. Guess we gotta listen. So you guys are gonna commit crimes. Uh. Oh, hang on. I got one for that. Yeah. 
Guy. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can be a part of this. Hey, hey. I really wish I had a too bad button. <laughs> Feather. How much money do you would you say you make in prime sauce season? In prime sauce season I probably make I don't know, I probably need... Twelve. Okay. Say, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even need to answer that question. Just tell you what. There's five of us. Uh-huh. How would you like to make 200,000 gold in the next six months? Well, I mean, that sounds all nice and dandy, but I'd like to do it legally. I'm a moral code cold. Well, you know, what's... Yeah, it's all well and good, but what's wrong with, you know, cutting some corners here and there, you know, not filling out the proper paperwork in some cases. Some slicing. Just He's slicing through. people. Ham. It's ham. Okay. Pig people. Long pig. Long, long, long pig. pork. Long pork. <laughs> Dry rub. <laughs> you know. Rub seasons in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea. Okay, how else are we gonna get a million gold? Why do you need a million? Gold? We, I told you multiple times. I don't already think you have. That I, I we need a million gold to get our bodies back. Your body's right here. Now, as a refresher, is that a million gold each? No, no it is total to yeah, collective. Unless yes. we somehow get a million gold real quick. Um, <laughs> I don't think I need to explain. Um, Your body is right here. You are a little tiny goblin person. You'll never be anything else. Now that's small thinking, okay? So. Wow. Yeah. I think then to someday be a big goblin person. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> and even a own a house. <laughs> yeah, even own a house over in Ascrackville. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, suck on that, small meat, small, small sauce boy. <laughs> well, wait, were you born in this bag? In this bag? Yeah, aren't we? That's what we're in, right? Just big old bag. It's like a pocket dimension. Pocket. Were you born in this oh, pocket? sorry, pocket. <laughs> yeah, you, were you born in this pocket? Thanks, Jess. I don't know. Someone to speak out of nowhere. <laughs> you mean this world? Yeah, this world. Sure. He, he was he just from? copying what the Mr. Jarjim Jarjim what he said before. Yeah. <laughs> who is Jarjim? Uh, the guy who runs the show. For now. Your, your boss or your boss too? I guess yeah. all of our bosses. I, I I do not know this guy. Probably your god. Yeah. What's your god? Quite literally, a god among men. So do, do does he like come down and talk to us? No. What would be? We don't even know he exists. You you have a series of different gods that are worshipped in the city. Actually, basically like just like made up gods. What, like, what would be really funny is if well, they, Sauce was an atheist. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> know. You tell, you tell me if Sauce would believe in a god or not. But all things considered, there are several different gods that are worshipped in the city, and you've never heard of a Jarjim before. I said he 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 believes in a higher power. Maybe one of them's right. Maybe there's a whole other guy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this Jim Jar 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 Binks guy. <laughs> okay, I don't want to hear of him either. Well, you know, we could no, just you never we will, could have you, you talk keep to the him. Well, yeah. Wait, what do you mean talk to? God, him? no, guys. What? I just remembered. <laughs> what? That Jar Jim guy, Jim Jar guy, 
Yeah. He gave us some magic stone to talk to him once a day. What? I don't have it. Do you have it, Des? I'll shake my head no. No, I left it when we went running after Rorik over here. I ran off, so I don't know how I would have a stone. What do you, what do you mean, stone? Magic stone. He talked about it. We could communicate with him. He, ask him one question a day. Called it up. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, these guys are on drugs. Like, what is going <laughs> these on? These guys like, are insane. These guys are just nuts. That's talky Rocky. So, talky Rocky or something. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Should we go get this Talky Rocky? Eh, probably walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly where it was. Uh, you look off into the distance, and you haven't gone very far since you got <laughs> into the city, but you do see on a hill that leads away from the city, you can, not the rocks, you don't see the rocks themselves, but you do see <laughs> the, You do see a tree from my eyes. There's just a beam of light that comes through the cloud that shines on this this, this hilltop. Do I hear angels? No, so there is. There is a light that shines on this hilltop, and there's a tree that's growing out of it. And you can see that the uh, the light is shining right in front of this tree. Did you perhaps leave it over there? That's, <laughs> that's definitely a trap. I, I know traps. <laughs> I mean, I can go grab it. Yes! You, you want me to go yeah, grab Yeah, Dennis said so. Yeah, go get it. All right. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll go off to get this walkie-talkie rock. Okay, sounds good. Whatever so you, you head off, and it's a good, like, 15 minutes to get to the top of this hill. I'm just glad to get away from you. Should, just, you, you know, yeah, you're processing one of us have gone to get it. I feel like these guys are coming into my town. Obviously, they're they're shady, or they're just crazy. So uh, I'm kind of keeping an eye on them. I'm probably going to end up going with them to right. do whatever they do, because at this point... I'm trying to supervise them and mitigate the damage. Sure. If I need to take them down, I'll take them down. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, at this point, uh, I might make a stop on the way there. Okay. Maybe take five minutes to like, or ten minutes to maybe stop by the uh, quick sauce stop. headquarters. The headquarters. And kind of lay down what I've learned. All right. You uh, you walk into the, the headquarters, which I'll leave more or less undescribed for future reference. Um, the, the boss man, the, uh, the sergeant, the captain, whatever you want to call him, he's like, Bella, what are you doing in my office? What do you do? Got something? I've got a lot. We've got these travelers in town. Uh-huh. And I think there might be something else going on. They, they, they come in saying they need to make a million dollars. Okay. I offered them, you know, a job at the sauce. In the sauce stand. Okay, look, here we, I've talked about this. I just, I really don't like it when you bring up the sauce stand. It just, it feels weird, all right? You know, if I send someone undercover and they've got a hot dog stand, I don't want to hear about your hot dogs, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear about your hot dog sales. I don't want to hear about how much right, mustard right. you're putting on them, okay? All just right, skip anyways. over the sauce, go straight to the point. They are looking for means of making money in alternate ways. Uh, what kind of alternate ways? Very criminal. They oh, met. All right. They met. They met. I kind of looked around a little bit. They're talking to the slicer. Mm, all right. He's pretty low tier, but uh, obviously that could escalate. Um, I mean, what's what? Uh, this is this is a little low tier to be bringing to me. You know, I'm the I'm the captain of the precinct, and you're coming to me talking about the slicer. 
You're talking about some some four nobodies that coming into town. You don't think it's a little weird? It's like four nobodies coming into town, hey, hey. and they're trying to do some criminal activity. Let's just kind of, do. You want me to join them? I, I, join them? Join them? You know what I mean. You want to follow them? Yeah, absolutely. I want you to follow them. That's your job. Right. You come to me and you're like, hey, look, I picked up this piece of paper. I think it's a clue. I don't even know what the crime is. Like, I got everybody up my ass right now. Okay, ass town on my ass. I got ass town on my ass. The king is dead. It's big news, you know. We're dealing with a lot right now. And you come to me telling me about four nobodies. On the eve of my daughter's Then you're selling sauce to. I'm trying to get to sell sauce. I, I don't even want to think about the sauce. Damn it. You know, the girl's death feels all hard. It hit me the hardest. Look, nobody... This doesn't mean you treat me like this. I, look, okay, two <laughs> things. Two things, Feather. All right, first of all, I'm sorry about what happened to him, okay? He was a great guy. Fantastic, all right? But secondly, and I don't mean to be a jerk when I say this, but you gotta stop using that as a crutch. You say that every single time I yell at you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just deserve it. And you just gotta accept that. The best agent you got. Well, <laughs> that's a little narcissistic. <laughs> And all you do is sit behind the desk all day and stand on the Did you door. <laughs> you just want to sit behind And I go, and another thing. <laughs> you know that McGriddle would have been a much better commander than you would have been. So and slam the door. You, you slam the door. You start moving out. He comes running up to the door and he opens it and he says, You come back here with any... You don't have anything solid. I want your badge and I want your gun. Wait, what? <laughs> you are a crossbow. Oh, wait, I do. I do. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, you won't be if you don't bring me something legitimate. And then he slams his I door. I just walk over. I take my, like, I only got four fingers. I just take one of them and put them off the one. <laughs> Which one is the middle one? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the middle one. like, yeah, look at this. You put two middle ones up in the air. <laughs> you walk out of there and you slam the door. I just want to say, I want Des to meet that guy so bad, just so he can do a Christopher Walken impression the entire campaign. It's some sort of like New York Christopher Walken. I think it in Yeah. But we don't know. Yeah. Lock. Toss ticket. Throw it away. You, after you leave there, I'm assuming you're still headed to. Yeah, I'm going to go get this talking rock. Okay, so. You walk up the hill, and sure enough, this light that's coming out of the clouds, this beam of holy light. Is there angels singing? There are no angels singing, uh, but they do. it does come straight down, and it just looks it's like it's highlighting this little rock. The rock's sitting like, I just pick it up, kind of look at it, shake it a little bit, doesn't okay. do anything. Uh, it doesn't do anything when you shake it. I'm saying, talking rock. <laughs> Hello? Wait, it says future, unclear. Like, you don't hear anything. Stupid talking rock. Just put it in my pocket. Okay. I guess and head back to them. All right. Good. Sounds good. All right. So uh, the rest of you guys who are waiting back there, um, we're just stay- oh, we can talk between ourselves. I was gonna say you can talk. I thought we were talking yourself. to Slicer. Well, let's go back and talk to Slicer. I was gonna say you turn around and Slicer's just standing there in the shadow, and he kind of steps out and he just kind of waves at you a little like. You guys so Slicer, good? what what do we so, gotta do? Yeah. yeah okay. What do we gotta do to be cool? Basically, the only thing you gotta do to be cool, prove to me that you're cool, guys, is uh, I need it. I need you. I need. He gets real close. He's like, I need you to steal something. 
I don't care what it is. Done. I don't care who or where you steal it. You're already dead. Well, I need to see you do it now. Well, that's the point of stealing, isn't it? Not to be seen? Not by anyone other than me. Well, that's a little. How about you do it first? Okay. <laughs> All right. And he walks over. Show us how it's done. And uh, he walks over to this booth. And he starts uh, chatting. It's like a fruit booth. And he's chatting with the guy that runs the fruit booth. And you just notice that, you know, as he's talking to the guy, his hand kind of goes down at one point. Like he's gesturing, and he puts his hand down in a second, and you just see him very nimbly grab an apple and slide it into his pocket. Then he raises his hands back up as if he's trying to barter with this guy, and you just hear him shout, Man, these prices are unreasonable! <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> and he walks up to you, and he tosses you the apple. Rorke. Healthy! And I toss it over. <laughs> I toss it over to Keto. <laughs> is, is there anything visible on the Slice's body? Like, uh, a, per se, like a coin purse or like a dagger or something. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, <laughs> just steal from him. Exactly. Push him over. And just take <laughs> yeah, this is my kind of stealing. <laughs> All right, done. <laughs> um, yes, so he has at his side, um, kind of hanging down from his belt, he has a morning star. Mm-hmm. Um, on his back, he has a javelin that's kind of like got a weird sheath back there. Um, otherwise, yeah, he's definitely, you can, you don't hear a coin purse, Okay. but you, you remember thinking back, uh, of him inside of the tavern that you guys were just in, he had a drink and he paid for the drink. Mm-hmm. So you, and he flipped him a coin. So you know that he, at least at one point oh. had a coin, you doubt that he would carry just a single coin on him. Right. Idea. Wait a sec. Can you go do that three more times? <laughs> Uh, I think it's your turn. Well, we already stole one thing, right, Keto? And I point over at the apple Keto's holding. He just stole that from you. I tossed it to you. Oh. Semantics. Keto, did you pay for that apple? That I did not. Oh, well, looks like he stole it. Three more things. If I grow apples at my don't orchard, don't give me analogies, okay? You're don't a give me technicalities. This too. isn't even a good technicality. I'm starting to lose my faith in you guys. Oh, I would like to try and steal his morning star while this okay. is happening. While this, while right. this is happening. <laughs> yeah. While this is happening. Do a do a sleight of hand, or actually, um, yeah, I'll let you do either stealth or sleight of hand. Um. Whichever one is better, let me look. They are the same, so. All right. Matter. That's a 17. Okay. While Rorik is kind of arguing back and forth with him, you sneak behind him and deftly slide his Morningstar out of its sheath. And he goes to turn around because he's like, wait, what? He turns, and you're standing there, and you, you have his morning star. I pick his uh, javelin off his back just when he turns around. Just like <laughs> everyone just swarming around. Uh, 20, 25. All right. Uh, okay, as he turns around, he sees the morning star, and he starts to get frustrated. You pull the javelin and out I of his toss it, him. And I toss it over to Maki. <laughs> okay. Uh, I catch it. And then I tap him on his shoulder. I go, all right. He says, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, you know what? I got mad respect for it because uh, all things considered, there's, uh, there's a lot of different kinds of stealing in the organization I'm a part of. Uh, he winks at you guys. 
but uh, you know, this is my style of things. You know, kind of bullying somebody into getting all their stuff. You know, that's that's my area, you could say. So uh, I tell you what, look, I just need to see one of you steal something, one thing from one of these shops in the area, or a house, or a person walking by. Aside from myself, I just I, I gesture to the whole group of us, just in bewilderment of what he's asking at this point. I don't. I don't think he's asking us to steal from him, right? But from a shop. I, I would. I, I again refer to the apple, which was not yours prior. <laughs> <laughs> like, taking taking from me like you did. I mean, clever. It's clever, and it, like I said, I respect the style. But I just need, like I said, okay, steal fine. from me. I've got a great idea. I'm okay, Keto, lay on the ground and just start groaning really loudly. Okay, I'll be back. And I just start walking off. Okay. <laughs> uh, Keto, you're groaning really loudly. I assume you're trying to attract people to his sure, circumstances. Yeah. Okay, roll me a performance check, Keto. Ooh, I don't think I'm very good at that. Yeah, you never know if you can just groan your way through. Maybe he's not doing too good. Just kick him, Maki. You know, just like, yeah, do <laughs> yeah, you want to assist? <laughs> just start beating him. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to attract a very different kind of attention. I'm just going to let you know that right now. I think I managed to actually hurt myself trying to pretend to hurt myself. Okay. Because I rolled a two. A two. <laughs> <laughs> you it's a reverse injury. <laughs> you fall on the ground and you go, uh, uh, and somebody walks by and looks at you and just goes ew <laughs> and then keeps walking so I, walk up to like a, a I walk up yeah. to a stage. he's just going uh, 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 and someone's like hey hey public indecency <laughs> I, um, I walk up to the nearest table and then just point at the alleyway where this moaning is coming from and he goes hey um, I think there's some some I think one of those guys over there stole an apple from you. <laughs> All right, you got, uh, this is a dude who's, a really who's good selling. Uh, no, it's this. It's the exact same guy Slicer went to earlier. Oh, it's the same guy. Oh, it's yeah, the Yeah, I just go, hey, I think someone over there stole an apple from you. What? Yeah. The, the, the big guy with the javelin on his back that just talked to you. The guy with the javelin. Hey, you! And he starts pointing at right. hockey. <laughs> and he says, Did you steal my fruit? Anyways, I'm going to grab God, something this off. This guy stole my fruit! I grabbed something off his thing when he is clearly just yelling. What'd you, what'd you roll? 21. 21. What's Whoa. 9 plus 10? Um, you steal something, but the guards are all headed over to Maki, who's holding a javelin. And this guy is shouting, Hey, that, yo, that guy right there, he stole my fruit! Not him! You just sent the guy with the javelin! This guy with the javelin stole my fruit! Did he talk to you? You see Slicer kind of starting to back away, and he kind of goes back into the shadows of the, the tavern. I'm going to swing the morning star at Slicer. At <laughs> Slicer? You stay here. I said it was the guy who talked to you! This guy's already up in arms. He's upset. He's not even listening to you at this point. He's just shouting at the guards. Uh, does Maki see these people coming towards him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey, hello. I didn't steal anything. Uh, are, are they, like, fully yelling at him in the alleyway? Yeah. Okay, I'm just filling my pockets full of stuff <laughs> on this table. <laughs> because they clearly don't care about yeah, I guess they're not Because I'm, like, yelling at them that it's not him, and they're clearly ignoring me. So I'm like, okay, fine, just free stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. You're loading up with a whole bunch of fruits. Maki, what are you doing as these guards are kind of starting to come up? To, there's two guards, and they're heading towards you, um, trying to kind of, like, block you off a little bit. 
Um, I put the javelin down on the ground as if I'm using it as a support. Oh, okay. Like you're like, oh gosh, my leg. <laughs> yeah, like, I pretend to be a cripple. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, do a performance check. I'm legs. See if they have legs. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I wouldn't dare steal something. I'd never get away. As you can see, I'm leg disabled. Ah, there you go. Our acting skills. Uh, we just saw you holding that spear there, buddy. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, did you, is it true that you stole from that guy? I'm going to need you to put that down first of all. Really, I can't walk without it. Sir, you're gonna that's a weapon. That's a pointy I'm weapon right there. I'm gonna need you to put that down, okay? Alright, I'll I, I can't toss believe it. it. Okay. No matter it what universe me. we're in, we and can't I, escape the Canadians. I put my hands <laughs> my feathered arms up and I say you know, take it easy now, but really I can't walk and I take a few steps towards them. Oh, don't worry there, buddy. We're gonna put out his arm to like kinda catch you a little bit. Oh. oh, what a nice guy. Now, buddy, I'm gonna. what I'm going to do is that if you're saying that you stole his fruit, I'm going to have to give you a little pat down, okay, dear bud? Walk up behind and go, it wasn't him. Excuse me, sir. I don't know who you are, but you're interfering with guard <laughs> oh, business. I'm the, I'm I need... told them. Okay, that's fine and dandy there, bud, but I'm going to need you to take a couple of steps back, all right? I'm going to start biting into the apple. It's okay. Yeah. Took from this guy's stand. All right, there, just now. Stand there watching. I'm going to give you a little pat down. It's not going to hurt or anything. Just making sure you don't have his stuff, okay? All right. And he, they do a little pat down, and they don't find any apples on you. They say, uh, excuse me, Mr. Uh, Mr. Vendor, what's your name? He's like, um, Joseph. Yeah, well, we're not finding any fruit on him there, bud. Was it something else he stole from you? Well, I don't know. And he, he looks over at uh, Rorik, and he's like, what What did exactly did he steal? Was it fruit? You said it was fruit, right? My heart. They all just kind of pause for a second there. Um, well, I'm sorry there, Mr. Joseph, but uh, I don't think that any kind of romantic feelings is, is an illegal act. So uh, I think we're going to have to move on with this one. But if you've got any other transgressions you need to deal with, you just let us know. We'll be nearby. And they, they start to walk off. Oh, and hey there, bud. Let me help you out with that. And the dude just, he takes the javelin and he breaks the, the point off of it. And he gets oh, it back to you. Nice and he says, now, that's going to help you out, okay? But it's not the best. It's going to really get into your armpit there. So you're going to definitely want to get a real uh, crutch, all right? As soon as you can. Uh, once you do that, you're going to be doing just fine. And then they both start walking away. <laughs> Oh, thanks, officers. <laughs> and uh, as they walk away, the slicer comes back out from inside the shadows, and he just kind of walks over and he looks at the the chunk or the piece of the javelin that's laying there on the ground, and he looks at the javelin. And he goes, <sighs> "Guess you're gonna have to steal a new one." Well, I guess I am. But uh, I saw what you did. Did and, you? Uh, yeah, I did. Because uh, I wasn't good enough. Oh, no, no, no. I was looking for it. You know, see, that's that's kind of the key to misdirection and theft is uh, oh. you do something that they're not looking for. These apples suck. Oh. Healthy. Yeah. Those are red deliciouses. They, they're they not great. Um, nevertheless, uh, we'll call it, we'll call it uh, a 
solid success. Uh, you guys seem pretty cool, all things considered. So, uh, yeah, what do you say to, uh, to a little job? Yeah, sign me up. All right. Let's do it quick before that square gets back. Well, uh... Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, here's the thing. Uh, it's actually something I need you to help me out with tonight. Uh, later this evening, if you'd be Where? able to... Yeah, so there's a pretty cl- nearby uh, alleyway that I need you guys to uh, to meet me in. About 6.30 p.m. It's going to start just getting dark a little bit, but uh, not too much just yet. Um, that comes later when we get everything all ready. But uh, I'm going to need you guys there to help me get the prep work done, essentially. What's the job? Well, essentially, I'm going to be meeting some guys in there. Uh, they're going to do a little bit of a trade-off with me for something that I've got that they want. But if we can uh, do a little something-something, make some things happen, yeah, we'd be able to uh, walk out of there with... All the valuables. Ah, I see. A classic double cross. Exactly. See, you get it. That's why I knew you guys would be cool. So wait, this isn't a mercenary job? Um, no. I'm not with the mercenaries, kid, actually. Oh, I got Like I said, I'm I'm part of a different organization that, uh, like I said, maybe if you guys... uh, What organization? uh, I'm not at liberty to say... I mean, if we're going to work for you, might as well tell us. Well, that's what I'm getting to. I'm not at liberty to say yet, but if things go well with what we got going, I'm more than happy to tell you what it is and how to be a part of it. 6.30? 6.30. Yep, that's right. Where? Yeah, um, if you guys want to meet me, it's the alleyway right between the Quirky Quill and the Mystic Map Maker. It's right here in Atlantic Heights. You got that, Maki? He's he's our note-taker. Oh, right on. You always got to have somebody like that, am I right? Yeah, Maki pulls out some pages, a notebook, and then he's got stuff to write with. He's he actually right. does write it down. The Quirky Quill Lieutenant Columbo. and the Mystic Map Maker. <laughs> Um, all right, I guess that's it. We'll Sounds see you good. then. I'll see you guys then. I don't know what you want to do about that other fella, but... Uh, Hopefully the trade wasn't for that javelin. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I'll see you guys later. And with that, we'll call it an episode. Thank you so much for listening to Criminals of Island Numis, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a homebrew world created by me, Skylar Gorsett. If you've been enjoying our show so far, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever it is that you're streaming from, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else that podcasts can be streamed. Or just check us out on our website, SessionZeroHeroes.com. Additionally, if you enjoy Coin, you might enjoy some of Session Zero Heroes' other shows, such as our Benders and Brews and Avatar Legends actual play, where we jump into the world of Avatar The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra using the Avatar Legends system created by Magpie Games or one of our various one-shots, which we are currently coming out with, where we use a variety of games and TTRPG systems to tell a variety of fun, exciting, emotional, and hilarious stories within our group. We have all sorts of other content that we highly recommend checking out within the SZH channel, and more to come in the future. To find out more about what we do at Session Zero Heroes, and to keep up with a lot of the other content we produce, and be made aware of future projects, shows, and content, be sure to follow us on social media on Facebook, X, Instagram, and Discord. These are all great ways to get in contact with our team, as well as to keep up to date with everything that we're creating and working on. We'd love to see you there. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to stay curious, stay heroic, until we roll again.